Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Hyper Sloth Happy Hour with your hosts, Zigzag and Rufus, coming to you live from planet Earth, courtesy of Smokin' Hits Records and Global Corp Industries. Now, grab a beer, put your feet up, and get ready for the Hyper Sloth Happy Hour. Never before have I turned on you when you look too good to me. You be the eyes that can cut me in two and I just can't let you be. But it's a free for all and a heart of said you can bet your life. Stakes are high and so am I. In the air tonight. <laughs> Welcome, listeners, to this Rock and Roll Weekend, uh, Holiday Rock and Roll Weekend. Looks like uh, the Roofmeister there has some Tony Tacheres. Uh, I do. In. I love that stuff. I put it on everything, and I snort it straight from the bottle sometimes. Good for you. Good for the inside of your nose. It is, and your heart. The sodium is fantastic. <laughs> uh, yeah, what's the first ingredient on Tony Tacheres, just out of curiosity? And uh, great. Here we Salt. Oh, <laughs> my God. I'm shocked. Salt really? and red peppers, yeah. Okay, let's see what the salt, sodium content. 15% of your daily allowance per serving, which is a quarter teaspoon. A quarter of a teaspoon. Do you even realize how little that is? Useless. I, I use <laughs> I, the cup. I, I know that it's very little because I have to add, like, some to the flowers when I'm, uh, <laughs> when I'm using the stuff called Maxi Bloom, <laughs> which I <laughs> – sorry, I'm smoking some pot, you guys. <laughs> which I uh, which I use uh, on my plants, and it's a like quarter of a teaspoon, and I always look at it and go, there's no way that is enough to make any fucking difference on anything. No. Apparently it is, because apparently it is. To a human or to a plant? To a plant. To a plant. Yeah. I've never tried snorting the Cool Bloom or the Maxi Bloom, but now that you mentioned it, maybe I will. So first time for everything. Can it hurt? Someone has. I guarantee you someone has. Uh, I think I'm I sure. saw it on top. probably had to give it to a mouse first, right, before they could even sell it on the open market to make sure that it wouldn't kill people. Like, Yeah, I'm sure many a mouse died. Yeah, I mean, they're just mice, right? I remember once, uh, remember my little cat, Nesta? You remember Nesta, that little tiny cat? Mm-hmm. Well, Joel, you remember Joel had those, uh, before Joel moved in with us, he had like a bunch of uh, snakes and reptiles and whatnot. I don't know. If, did he have a reptile when we lived? Yeah, I think he did when we lived on Rohan. Must have been in his room. Yeah. I don't remember that. Well, reptiles don't get out much. They don't really have a lot of personality. So you're not like, hey, check <laughs> it out. I'm just chilling with my reptile. I remember, though, one day, I do remember that he did have it because one day it bit him on the face when it was sitting on his chest. And the next day, he it was gone, and he had a new wallet. <laughs> was it a snake or an iguana? What was it? It was a, an iguana. Yes, it was an iguana. Oh, my God. And I always kind of felt sorry for the iguana. You know what I mean? Just kind of stared off into space. I mean, I don't know that I blame it for biting him in the face. But uh, I. so anyways, they feed these iguana. He had a snake, and they would feed the snake like baby mice, right? Yeah, we had a snake. I, we did that. Yeah. 
And uh, you're very disturbed, by the way. You're a sick, sick person. They were already dead. They were frozen. Oh, okay. Well, no, this was a live mouse, right? Yeah, I never did that. I'm not so he had a live mouse, and I felt so sorry for the mouse. I'm like, dude, don't feed the snake the mouse. I'll give you $5. I'm just going to keep the mouse, and I was going to let it out, like, the next day. Or I don't even know what I was going to do. Letting it out, it probably surely would have died. But so <laughs> I named the mouse Stuart. This all happened in, granted, this all happened in like a, a half an hour. Sure, um, of course. Let me save this mouse for you from this fucking awful reptile snake. And so I named the Stuart, the, the mouse Stuart, after Stuart the mouse. I mean, you're familiar with that book, probably. Oh, yes. My favorite book growing up, by the way, just because I always thought it'd be so cool to have a fucking little car that a mouse could drive. I thought that was like the coolest fucking thing ever. That is cool. That is cool. Whenever I played G.I. Joe's as a kid, I used to always pretend like I was actually this big right. in like my yeah. house, you know? Like on the, what I was doing. I was myself as, my, as the little Stuart driving the little tiny car. Yeah, always fun. So anyways, I, I'm like, okay, I've saved this mouse. I was feeling pretty good about myself. I'm sitting on the couch in the living room. This is when I lived uh, right behind St. Edward's. Uh, Teresa Drive, I do believe it was called, right there by Teresa Hall. Right, but that's where you lived. You probably, dude, you were probably hanging out in your dorm at St. Edwards while I was going through this trauma just a fucking mere probably 150 yards from you. I would not be surprised. Maybe it was that night I smelled weed outside my window. Uh, that would have been every night if you had lived close to where I was and, <laughs> when I spent time at St. Edwards. But uh, so I'm sitting on the couch, just smoked a joint, watching some kind of show on TV, and here comes Nesta with the dead mouse in her oh. mouth. She had jumped up in the little box house that I made it and put Stuart out of his misery, so to speak. She had one tiny little hole right in his neck. Oh, my God. Well, that's precision, though, at least. Yeah. yeah. For a cat that never had hunted anything before, it tells you, you know, it's just fucking instinct. It is. It just fucking turns instinct. on. They do it. Yeah, I mean, you know what? And I was watching this thing. You can appreciate this. I was watching this show called Ancient Aliens the other night, right? Have you ever watched that show? <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. So you're going to know right where I'm coming from. So this one guy saying that we have this urge. We, we don't know why. We want to colonize Mars so fucking bad. And he's like, it's just in our fucking DNA. There's just one tiny little part of our brain that knows enough to say you need to get off of Earth and go to another fucking planet if you're going to survive. Well, I believe that. I mean, I I mean I'm, not saying, I'm not saying I don't believe it. I'm just saying it's just kind of like a, a cat knowing how to hunt a mouse. It doesn't yeah. know why. It's just like an instinct that says you must do this if you want to fucking survive. Oh, yeah. Right? Well, I'm sure that's why people made canoes and, like, pushed them out into the fucking ocean. We're like, I don't know where I'm going, but I just got to do it. Yeah, good point. I mean, have you seen this thing where they're convinced, though? And see, these guys start to lose me on ancient aliens sometimes. They've We're lost like, me after season one. This guy got this haircut, right? And you're like, dude, you almost would be making sense, but I cannot take you fucking seriously with that haircut. I just refuse. Is it the guy with the yes. Giorgio, yes. that's his name. Poofed out hair and wearing this, I don't know what kind of suit coat he's wearing, but I'm like, ah, don't do it, dude. People, you could probably be somebody if you weren't trying to rock that fucking look. But then. Yeah, season one and season that two of that show were pretty good. Might be covering it like a dome head that we don't even know about. He's got that egg-shaped head like all aliens do. Exactly. 
the first couple of seasons were pretty good and compelling. I mean, I, I did scratch my chin at a few, but at this point, they're just trying to keep it going and get ratings and money. And they're like, every fucking thing they talk about, it's like, well, it must have been fucking aliens, right? <laughs> yeah, I know. It's like, well, they came out with a new tostada at Taco Bell. Apparently, the aliens dropped some secret recipe off in a Mayan <laughs> pyramid fucking 500 centuries ago, <laughs> and it has finally bubbled to the surface, and it's uh, like an ancient recipe for a tostada. Human technology cannot create nacho cheese of this quality. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It had to be otherworldly. But, I mean, really, we're aliens to this planet, first of all, because my understanding is, right, so meteors hit the Earth from some other fucking planet and deposited most of the shit that's on this planet here. Yeah. Maybe it is their seeding. I mean, that's what they mean by seeding a fucking planet, I guess. We're cattle, basically, we for some superior species. Or they're just like, throw this away. We're just, maybe we're space garbage. We could be. <laughs> through space, eventually crashed into fucking Earth, and now here we are. They were cleaning up their their own species, and we're like, like get rid of the shit DNA, and just <laughs> like you probably have full space. rubber in the back of a some kind of VW van in outer space and on some other continent. Or not <laughs> we continent, yeah, continent. Some okay. alien slut's mouth. Right, it's just spit from a yeah. It's probably off the end of a cigarette butt, but an alien cigarette butt, nonetheless. Space tobacco. So that's what I actually watched. I binge watched like fucking 10 episodes of that when I was working one night. And then the next day I'm like talking to my wife and daughter about it. Cause I fucking feel like it was totally rational. And they my start backing up like, slowly. Okay. Yeah. They're like, uh, you know, and my daughter's like, you know, you make some interesting points. She's 10 years old. Right. And she's kind of a deep thinker. I bet. I bet. And she's like, I kind of get it. And she's like, explained to me what I was saying and stuff. And then she's like, I, now I think you watched enough of that, Dad. <laughs> I was like, to fucking have like a four-hour conversation oh, on aliens. Oh, and it's hard to explain to someone. It is. It is. I mean, but it's because you get the general idea, but they kind of make it more realistic by having like, uh, I guess, illustrations of like shit happening to the earth and depositing stuff here. Yeah. I mean, there's some compelling stuff that they, there's this one place that they talk about or that they have before. I don't remember what it's called. It's called, uh, uh, it's got some weird fucking Aztec name, but it's like these blocks are cut with such precision. Right. Like 35,000 years ago or whatever. Yeah. They're like, they would, they even like took them to a, uh, you know, like a modern day mill laser engraver guy. And he's like, I don't see how this could be fucking done with anything but a laser. I don't fucking right. get it. See, and that's the insanity of it all. And then they start to relate it to the Bible. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, I mean, would aliens put dinosaurs here? Or do you think what happened was aliens have just visited us and gave us certain technologies that they knew would advance us so we just wouldn't be a bunch of monkeys? They I guess. Some of us. I don't fucking know, man. Who knows? I wish I knew. Somebody knows. Don't they? The government. Uh, see, I don't. I'm. I'm going to tell you right now, Rufus. I've lost faith in the government. The government knows nothing. Jeez, really? You lost faith in the government? Well, I mean, I guess at some point you kind of had to. They're in control, and you like to think. I'm done thinking that people are, are smarter than me. 
right? Because I am definitely convinced lately, I don't care if you have a PhD in science, maybe you're fucking smarter than me in certain aspects of science, but you sure as fuck aren't smarter than me. You know what I'm saying? Would you agree with that, that no one is smarter than me? Yeah, you were absolutely smarter than me. (laughs) Oh, please. How dare you say that? In jest, even. You son of a bitch. The holiday season, and you got to insult me? That was all in in pure sincerity. I could tell. It was that sly smile. I did air quotes under the table. You are smarter than me. I knew that you would pinpoint that. Uh, I pinpointed it. Critical of everything I do, Zigzag. Well, I mean, they do make your head look a little weird. There's no doubt. My uh, my my normal black ones, my cool ones, were commandeered by my son to watch something in private on the computer, which concerns me. So I have to okay. take these out of my uh, my voiceover booth, which Time is where they normally. Time to checking for socks under his bed. Well, it, it is odd that I have no socks anymore. I don't know what happened to them. I don't have a matching pair of fucking socks. I'll tell you what, I'm gonna have to get down on my wife and tell her to start matching up socks when she puts them in the drawer instead of just putting the socks in the drawer because I can find one of every kind of fucking sock when I'm in a hurry. And here's the other thing. When it's winter time, this is so strange because we just made the fucking change from summer to winter. When it's winter time, I can only find short socks. When it's fucking summertime, I can only find long socks. And I know that for a fact. I've always thought it in the back of my head. But this year I've been keeping count. And it's like every time I reach in, it's a fucking either it's the wrong uh, season sock, no doubt. This is the kind of thing that dudes need to actually physically log in a spreadsheet. Because if you go to your wife and be like, look, the socks, what the fuck? It's not she'll working. Like, she'll think you're lying. You know, she'll think, oh, yeah, well, there was one time you couldn't find a sock, and now you're saying it's every time. That's why you've got to log it in a spreadsheet. I'm trying to figure out where she gets her socks. How, her, how are her socks? You know what? And here's the deal. I only wear two kinds of fucking socks, black long ones and black short ones. And somehow I can never find, the problem is I bought a couple different brands of black long socks and black short socks. Don't ever do that. Don't ever do that because that is where everything goes wrong. Because you can't really, if there's different socks, you can't wear them together and it doesn't even feel right. You know what I mean? Two different socks on on different (laughs) feet. It's odd. It, it, it throws me off it. my game the whole day, for sure. Yeah, I can't fucking do it. You're right. It does throw you off your game the whole day. That's like assuming you run your game to begin with. Well, I never am, but I'm really as long as it's not off a work day. You're always on your game when it's not a work day. That I've noticed about you. Yeah, that's true. It's sad because I don't get paid on those days. Yeah, but you get paid on the days that you're not on your game, which is kind of fortunate. And if it's the American way, like uh, Homer Simpson said, just kind of work half-ass and get paid. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, that's why they pay you half-ass, though, usually. I should bring that up in, in my uh, next meeting. Look, I know I only work half-ass, and you pay me half-ass. I will work at least two-thirds-ass. That's exactly what you say, so you can pay me. I need a raise. I'm actually going to start working now. I'm going to start working all together. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> be like... What's your name? You're the CEO, right? What? Yeah. You, Maybe you'd get like a Costanza where they would appreciate your honesty. No. No, no one appreciates not. honesty. They don't. People hate honesty. 
I hate honesty. If anybody ever says to you, honestly, I want to tell you something or to be honest with you, it's like you're just like, no, thank you. Do not be or Or they're just telling a lie. That's true. That's true. that's a good way to preface a lie. If you want someone to really believe it, just say this is the truth. That's right. It works for Trump. It works for and I, it works for any politician. <laughs> if you, yeah, it does work for Trump because he just lies through his teeth, but he does it so well <laughs> with confidence. Care. He doesn't, he doesn't care, care if you believe it or not. It's that's what almost makes it believable. That's what that's what Sam Harris says about Trump. He's like his lying is just off the charts crazy because most people when you lie. You have to have this reality in your mind where it can be checked against something, and you, you're kind of balancing a game. He's like, Trump just fucking says shit that is absurd. That he nobody might believe can... it. He might fucking just believe it. It might – he – I mean, there is people that are so psychiatrically damaged that they live in fucking alternate universes from what's really going on. I mean – You know he does. I mean, he, you know he does. He's a megalomaniac sociopath. I mean, how many? I would love to see. Surely, there's someone out there who's done a psychological study on Donald Trump, and can name every fucking psychiatric disease that he's suffering from right fucking now. <laughs> Probably. I mean, really. I mean, I love the fact that the guy's his his doctor, right? He had that doctor that was his. He got as his White House doctor, right? And the guy came out and said that Donald Trump weighs 230 pounds, right? I weigh 230 pounds, and he's way fucking fatter than oh, I am, yeah. and probably taller. And he is pretty tall, I think. Just like a perfect specimen of fucking health, right? Did you Do you remember this at all? I, I do, it, and it reminded me of something like uh, Kim Jong-un's doctor would come out right. and say on North exactly. Korean TV. And then he wanted to make that doctor the fucking Surgeon General. <laughs> Uh, yeah, don't you remember that? He wanted to make I don't it remember that part. Oh. Oh, that shit. is a wow. true story. That's a true story. I mean, tell me that is not fucking authoritarian or whatever you call that, authoritarian. Pretty nutty. So basically, we need to write a song saying how great Trump is, and he will just fucking uh, slather jewels and riches upon us out of out of. Out of his, well, I guess he can't now because they're closing down the Trump Foundation. So, I don't oh, know. Shit. What about Trump University? I was, I was going to enroll. You should have, dude. See, I'm glad you didn't in a way because I know you'd be some kind of giant real estate magnet by now. And you probably wouldn't even talk to me if you spent any time at Trump University. Well, of course not. I'd be so much better than you, just like well, Trump. Well, the first thing I don't think you could do is because I don't think you could grow your hair out like that. The first thing they make you do as an enrollee at Trump University is grow your hair into a Donald. You have to grow a Donald. No, I mean, speaking of ancient aliens, I don't know of any human species, any other human being that can do hair like that. Uh, yeah, I mean, if you consider an Oompa Loompa a human being, maybe. Is an Oompa Loompa a human being? Have you seen pictures of him when he's out in the wind and it's like yeah. three fucking feet long? Dude, he's home over. Did you see that one where his hair was blowing from the back when he was going up to the fucking uh, Air Force One and his like fucking head under there looked like un- Uncle Fester. I mean, it was bald. <laughs> his hair was fucking bald except for this long piece of hair. And I'm being dead serious. Oh. Like these long hairs that are like this fucking long that they sculpt around the front of his head and then to the back. 
So it covers up the back, and the wind hit it, dude, and it was like, and you got You know what? Look it up right now. Look up wind blowing the back of Trump's hair. Please. You know, I, I wouldn't agree with him any more than I do, but I would respect the guy more if he would just fucking shave his head yeah. bald, came out there yeah. and was like, yeah, fucking I'm bald. Yeah, I mean, yes, I'm bald. I can accept that. That is fucking reality. I mean, that's how damaged this fucking guy's brain is. First of all, he's not gray. You're telling me this guy's not fucking gray? I'm fucking gray. I'm 50 fucking years old. What, 72? 76. That was the fucking kicker, too. He's talking about how old fucking Bernie Sanders is. They're the same fucking age. (laughs) Are you looking that up? Yeah, I don't see one from the back of his head, but I see a lot, and his hair is just going fucking apeshit wild. Yeah, it, it's like longer than a rock star's hair, and you're right. He just he combs just it around. It. I'm going to let the each. I think I see a, the video of what you're talking about. When we edit this, folks, we're going to screencast this in. Oh, there it is right there. Donald Trump's. Hair blown apart by the wind. Blown apart. (laughs) (laughs) What does that tell you about someone's haircut? Holy shit. Of course, it has to be a commercial first. Are you seeing that one that I'm talking about, though? Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm seeing another one. I don't know if it's the one you're talking about. I see one where, yeah, the back of his head is bald as hell. Oh, it's fucking, it's gross looking. I mean, it's it's why he just, look at that. Look at that. I mean, it seems like that's no more worth hair, than it's, that's more worth than it's worth worth than it's worth. Yeah, you know? for sure. And and you're risking the opportunity of that the wind fucking it up. And then like, yeah, I mean, you know that that right there is going to happen. You know that that is. I mean, the guy has no fucking hair on the. I mean, what is that? It's like a oh my god. And then when he turns around, it goes right back into fucking place. Yeah, just cut your hair, and you know what? That doesn't even look as bad. Even what happened right there doesn't look that bad. Because it doesn't grow up, like, blow up in this giant winged piece of hair. Man, some of these pictures with his hair going crazy, and you can see the gigantic baldness. He looks like a... His head is... His scalp looks like scrotal in nature, if you ask me. I mean, he looks like some sort of, like, mutant bad guy in a movie. <laughs> he is. He Without that hair, maybe that's why he doesn't shave his head. Without that hair, he's, uh, who is the bad guy in Austin Powers? Gold oh, member? Uh, Not gold member. He's like a mix this... between gold member and, uh, Matt Vern Troyer's character, Mini-Me. Yeah, I know the guy you're talking about. God damn, why can't I think of his name? I mean, either? I know. Because they should have named the movie after him. Uh, well, someone call us up and tell us what the what the name of that character is. Surely you know, 646-668-8826. Give the roof noister a call. It seems to have, you know, and I depend on you for movie knowledge, dude. I'm a little disappointed right now. In I movie knowledge? Like you're with your beard, though. What am I doing with my beard? Uh, it's just like you're real aggressive on the goatee at the at the moment. Oh yeah, looks good. Looks good. It was, it was a wife's idea. That. I'm not sure if I I'm not sure if I dig it, but it was a wife's idea. So I like it. You're looking very Wolfman Jack right now with your glasses oh. on and your headphones and you're fucking rocking the beard. Yeah, right. 
Dude, I can remember when Wolfman Jack was on the radio. Do you remember that? I do. I, I never heard about the radio because, you know, I live in a small Texas town, but I do. I heard about him on TV. That, yeah, man, yeah. He was like a he was like a character. You could probably find Wolf. He was probably the middle uh, square on that square game. What was the name of that game? Like oh, where they tic-tac with the stars, tic-tac-toe <laughs> with the stars in the middle. Have you ever seen that game? Hollywood Squares. Yeah, thank you. I knew it was something squares. <laughs> no, you're right. It's called Tic Tac with the Stars. Hey, you know what? I got the premise of the fucking game right. <laughs> you did. This is true. It's this joint from the D, dude. The joint from the D that I'm rocking every show now just fucking got my brain going. Wow, you're making it last. I'm like three fucking thoughts ahead of you people right now. Like, that's why I couldn't think of Hollywood Tic Tac Go. No, that I do not remember. What? Oh my god. Was on regular TV. (laughs) Did you watch you watch Jeopardy at all? No, but I'm familiar with it. Well, this lady was on Jeopardy this past week, right? We watch every night. And she was a pretty cool lady, actually. Her name was Jamie. She was a lawyer, but she had been in a punk rock band in nineteen seventy five. Oh, 77 sweet. called the play the what were they called i'll think of it in a second well anyway so she has three days worth of victories under her belt right and to start off the fourth day alex trebek comes out and goes he said something about the weather whatever he made a reference to a song and then he said speaking of whatever the one thing you can count on for jamie is she's unpredictable her her betting is all over the place I mean, he was like, was totally rude. And the instant he said that, of course, they cut to the lady. You can yeah. see, like, all the fucking, she's, like, sad. She goes from, like, being super happy she's on the show to, like, being like, why did he fucking just insult me? What? You literally see, like, her breakdown. Then she, like, struggles through the fucking round. I mean, he fucking took the wind out of her sails. That's fucking terrible. I mean, she it lasted was three days. Yeah. I, I thought you were going to say they cut to her and she was pissed. Because she used to be a punk rocker. She's like, fuck you, motherfucker. I'm not going to let you. I'm going to win the shit out of this. She went out there and thrashed him. I think he wanted to fuck her is where it came from. And he's like, I got to degrade her. Because that's like the Hollywood way. That's true. Hey, Weird Al Yankovic was on the latest episode of uh, Hot Ones. And he told a a funny story about uh, Wheel of Fortune when he was on Celebrity Wheel of Fortune back in the 80s. And he said he got a call from his manager, and he was like, hey, you want to do Celebrity Wheel of Fortune? He's like, no, that sounds stupid. <laughs> and the, and the, his manager said, well, Little Richard and James Brown are going to be the other two contestants. And Holy shit. And was like, okay, well, fuck yeah, I'll do it. And so he went, and he said they, they did rehearsals before so they can get used to how the wheel works and the, you know, the play of the game. But it was just him and Little Richard, and James <laughs> Brown was nowhere to be seen. Right. And then finally, like 30 minutes later, James Brown shows up late with his entourage, and he's like, let's get this going. And they, and by this time, Weird Al and Little Richard are done. They're back in the green room, but they're watching James Brown being taught how to do this. Uh-huh. And it's like, he said it's pretty clear that he had never seen the show and had no idea. He'd never even played Hangman before. He didn't know what the fuck was going on. Right. And so he spins the wheel. James Brown spins the wheel and says, give me an A. And the producer comes on, uh, you can only choose a consonant. And then James Brown yeah, thinks no, a bit I don't know what a consonant is. Thinks a bit and says, uh, Europe. 
joke. Is that no? Funny? It was a, a true story about when we're, Weird Al was on Celebrity uh, Wheel of Fortune. Oh man, you realize Weird Al has been famous since he was practically a fucking baby, I guess, because he's only like fucking fifty-eight years old. Yeah, he pretty much got famous right out of high school, I guess. Well, he got featured on the Dr. Domeno radio show back in, when he was in high school. And then Back when you could break like that. I guess you still can. Now you probably have a better chance of doing that at all. I mean, I guess something like the Dr. Domeno show now is like YouTube is. There's just so many more people putting content out there. Yeah, yeah, getting all kinds of followers and money and shit. Monies. Monies. That's why, you know what, in the second season of the show... We're going to fucking come up with a format, and we're going to fucking stick to it, and we're going to ram it down people's fucking throats so we start making money doing it. We should. I mean, we I owe it to for suckers. Look, I'm, I'm fully dedicated. Look, hand-to-heart, Boy Scout thing. Is that we owe it to ourselves and, and the people. We get, There's a lot of people missing out. There is a lot of people. I feel sorry. It is three fingers, right? Is it three fingers? Oh, I, I dropped out. Did, were you a Weebo? Uh, it was a wee blow. Who were you blowing? We. Everyone. <laughs> everyone. Everybody. Every dude that showed up to the party. They just look at me and say, we blow. And you'd be like, yes, sir. I have my little kerchief for cleaning up the mess. God, I got to earn that badge. <laughs> oh, my God. The blow badge. The BJ badge. <laughs> the badge of honor. Yeah, yeah. I know what I got respect for guys that have fucking become... Um, Eagle Scouts, because you got to suck a lot of dick to fucking get to Eagle Scout. You do. Trust me, I barely made it past wee blows. Yeah, I got my mouth got full. <laughs> but you have your napkin, your neck napkin. <laughs> yeah, they call that a bib. <laughs> red lobster on it. You turned it over, it had red lobster. Yeah, I got the uh, bukkake bag. Red lobster. That's like, you know what drives me nuts? You see these pornos where these chicks are like, and you're just like, what the fuck is that? Who who enjoys that kind of fucking porn? I don't know. You know what I'm I talking know, about? I though? know exactly what you're talking about. When I see it, I'm like, what the I fuck? I know. It's like, oh, yeah, she's crying, and now she threw up some lasagna she <laughs> had weeks ago. Vomiting. Yeah, nothing turns a guy on like that. Oh, uh, yeah, vomit's sexy as hell. <laughs> right, yeah. That snot coming out of her nose is really making me want to do her. I mean, I'm fucking 44, man. So at this stage, I'm like, the the less time I got to spend in the shower afterwards, the better. So don't <laughs> curl up in the fetal. Yeah. Now, what is your first memory, Rufus? And I don't mean, I mean like legitimate memory, not ones that send you into your happy place that you've blocked out, but you think are memories. What is your first actual memory? Do you know what it was? Not my first one. I mean, I remember I have memories from when I was very, very young and from the same time, but I don't know which one's first. Like, I know we lived in a house uh, between birth and six years old for me, and I remember a lot of shit from that house, but I couldn't tell you what the first memory is. What's yours? I feel like like you're setting me up. No, I'm not setting you up. I feel like my first memory is, and I'm going to ask about it at Christmas, is I remember my brother, I was in a stroller, 
And I, I think, I mean, I'm convinced, I remember, I've remembered this my whole life, and I, it's one of those things I was just thinking about today, like, mm-hmm. I, you know, what your first memory is. And, that yeah, that's the kind of stuff I think about when I'm watching Dr. Phil. But, uh, so, and it's something that always stuck with me was that my brother, I was at the top of a, my parents' driveway, and my brother let go of the stroller, and I rolled down the street and into the fucking bushes and shit across the street. I can see how that could be a first memory. That's traumatic. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that's why I drink. And so why were you in a stroller at the age of nine? <laughs> yeah, just one of those things. They just <laughs> had big kid strollers back then. What? Uh, that's what I, I have... left me most of the day. It, did I mention it had straps on it? I was strapped in. <laughs> but and it wasn't nine. In the it stroller, was but they'd have a... They use a belt to attach it to the ceiling fan, so at least I was being walked. That's right. I was a child, so it was the dark ages. They hadn't even invented electricity yet. I was put on one of those things that grinds mill or grinds grain with a grinding stone, and I just circled around it all day long. Beautiful. (laughs) Hey, it was a job. Paid well. Did you get all your presents wrapped? Uh, I got a confession to make. Groupus. You have you better have wrapped my present at least. I have not I have done zero fucking shopping for Christmas at this point. Zero absolutely zero. You realize Christmas is next week? I I'm with you on that and it looks like it's gonna be a cash Christmas here at the double Z residence. I think we're just gonna go all all in, all cash. Awesome. Actually I did get my daughter something. Right? I got her her big present. But uh, other than that, a lot hasn't happened. I'm going to do it tomorrow, I've been saying, for about a month now. It's just, I'm not one of those people that gets into fucking shopping at stores and whatnot. And now I've waited too long because I checked all the online places. I've waited too long to get anything shipped in. Yeah. So I'm kind of in a hard place right now. It was one of those things like Amazon could get it here. So I did order one thing off Amazon, but that was, was for, for myself. You. Right. <laughs> I knew it. So, so, I mean, yeah, it's Christmas for me too, God damn it. Well, fucking A. I say next Christmas what we're going to do at my house is everybody's going to shop for themselves and we'll all watch each other open our own gifts to ourselves and, and be <laughs> fucking happy as shit that we got said thing. And the night because before. That's you- what we wanted. You could have a wrapping party. I'm wrapping this for myself. <laughs> right? No, that's what we can do. Here, we'll just get ourselves what we want and make the other people wrap it. That will be the gift, that they wrap it for you, and you don't have to wrap it. <laughs> created some work for you to do for me. <laughs> that will be your present to me. So I'll make sure to get things that are very odd-shaped and do not wrap easily and definitely yes. cut into bags. Here's a basketball. Don't put it in a box. Wrap this fucking basket. I want to see you wrap or a skateboard. So, but I need to not know what it is. Some of those stress balls. A tennis racket. What <laughs> is that? What could that be? Play-Doh. Out what of the, is out of the first hand. Christmas memory. Do you have a first Christmas memory? Uh, no, I don't. I mean, I. Man, dude, your your fucking brain is mush. You even, do you remember what happened yesterday? I can smell the wood burning. <laughs> no, no, I, I really don't have a first Christmas. Remember, I mean, I, 
I guess I, I remember right, right, right. Let's, kid, but let's have a favorite Christmas re- memory. The Christmas that I got up in the morning and my dad was still home. <laughs> oh, my God. Is that a joke? Or is that I mean, real? Another breakthrough here on the Hypersoft Happy Hour. I mean, as soon as he woke up and had a, a cup of black coffee, he was gone. Right. He was there when I woke up. No, I'm, I'm totally fucking kidding. I know you are. No, really. The, 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 the Christmas that I remember the most, even though they were all fantastic, of course, right. is uh, I woke up and I had a uh, one of those big walking at toys from The Empire Strikes Back that I didn't think I was ever going to get because my parents claimed to be dirt poor. Now, what was it? A walking... The the big AT-AT, the big walking robot from the, oh, right. the, from the, the Empire, Empire Strikes, Strikes Back. Back. You know, right. huge. I mean, you could sit on it and ride like a horse if you're a seven-year-old kid. Now, did you have an X-Wing fighter that you could wrap up its legs and make it fucking fall to the ground with? I, I did, yes. Did you dress up as Chewy when you did that, when you played in that stuff? Of course, I always dressed up. As hey, did Chewy. you ever buy one of those Chewbacca uh, masks that they had that those people were making those videos with of themselves? No, I'm not. Oh man, you, I'm gonna buy you one. You're gonna have to wear it and do the show one time. Would you? Well, of course I would if you got it for me. I'm gonna, I'm gonna ship it right to your house. <laughs> what, what is that? Snickers. It is a Snickers. Nailed it. I think we talked last week that uh, the chocolate and peanut combination just can't be beat for fucking candy. They just can't keep it. I had a, a Butterfinger earlier today. It doesn't have real peanuts in it, but it has peanut butter flavor. Really good. There's something about the uh, <laughs> way it sticks in your teeth. It sticks to my, and it, it kind of grinds. There's like yeah. a, it's almost like little diamonds or something. What, but it tastes so good. How do they make that out of? I'd love to know how the fucking they make the inside of a fucking Butterfinger bar. Uh, it's almost like chewing on fiberglass because you could like, feel. I feel like it's the shit that they scrape out of the fucking peanut machine. It's just mm-hmm. like round old layers of fucking peanut layers on top of each other. I'm cool with that. I mean, it tastes I good. mean, I'm just saying. What else could it be? It's obviously not something that grows. You say maybe they just go out and harvest it from the Butterfinger field. <laughs> yeah. First of all, where's the butter? I guess the butter is in the peanut butter for Butterfinger. Mm, that's a good point because nothing about it tastes buttery. Where is the finger? God damn. Look at you. You're just breaking it all down. I'm thinking the finger is where the guy in the plant sticks his finger up his ass, then wipes it down the back of every second <laughs> Butterfinger bar as it slides by on the conveyor belt. Well, he is only making minimum wage. <laughs> well, yeah. You'd be lucky he's not replaced by a robot. <laughs> They're going to make a robot with a butthole so the robot can stick his finger in it. No, they just got- have a guy sitting in a chair, and the robot just has to stick its finger up the guy's ass. <laughs> he's not in a chair he's like in stirrups <laughs> yeah. like, like in, in a bed in stirrups next to the robot and the robot's like, like meh he's in the same position as a cow that's about to give birth when they stick that gloved hand up their ass or whatever they do to a fucking cow oh man that's great we should make a video about how automation is taking like jobs at the post office and they have 
show like robots like packing letters and stuff and but stealing they just, like, the shit out of them. Well, they lean over to an actual human being who has to lick all the stamps. <laughs> no, they need the robots sitting there and stealing all the stuff out of the fucking cards, or just throwing <laughs> them in the garbage, or not delivering them. Because yeah. I, there was a thing around here where these people did not get their fucking mail for like, I believe this or not, people were not getting their full mail for like four fucking months, and they went to this mail guy's house, and he had like. 300,000 fucking letters in the house. Really? Unopened, just mail. He would just go pick up the shit from the fucking post office and not deliver it. And no one ever was like, hmm, where is my fucking mail today? They would get mail like twice a week. You know, that started off with him being like, he didn't feel good one day. And he's like, I'll just do it tomorrow. <laughs> right. And the next day he's like, oh, fuck. Then he's like, oh, I, I got away tomorrow. with it. I got yeah. away with it. I keep getting away with it. I'll get. You know what? I'll do it when I get caught. But honestly, in the mail, the U.S. mail, did you get anything important? Maybe two no, percent of I what want. I get. No, I, I want nothing out of the mailbox. Nothing. Right. Absolutely nothing. Look, worth let me put it this way: It's not 1924 anymore when you'd run to the mail and be amazed that it fucking got there. No, because no. now the mail's there, and you're like, "Ugh, look at that fucking pile." We have a pile of mail. About half of what this guy had in his fucking house. Because we're like, oh, you hate to throw it open, you hate to throw it away in case you ever need it, right? But you don't really know what it is. One day you just feel like you're going to get a call and be like, oh, that letter? Yeah, I guess we better fucking route through six months of mail looking for it. We we get absolutely nothing useful. I don't, I don't even think about it like checking the mail anymore. It's more like, you want to clean the mailbox? We got to clean <laughs> yeah. the mailbox out. Take your garbage bag down to the fucking mail. I mean, I feel bad because sometimes the mail guy will drive by and he'll do his route, and I'll just be down there getting the fucking gas or the, the trash can. And I know that he's, he, I live in a cul de sac, so he's going to turn around. And I know 80% of the time he sees me chucking what he delivered right yeah. into the fucking trash can. Right in. You know what I mean? I'm like, ooh, God, was that, maybe I shouldn't have done that. But I don't want to carry it all that. He gets paid. Surely he knows he's delivering bullshit. I mean, I would love to just stop and be like, hey, dude, you can still get paid. Just don't fucking bring me this shit. And they said you could sign up for that. You can't. You can't sign. You can't opt out of any of that shit. Come to find out, if someone pays for it, it has to be delivered. Really? Yeah. Can you pay the delivery guy, the mail guy? Can you be like, look, I'll give you five bucks if you just keep my shit? That is a good question, Rufus. I would have to throw that by him. Of course, I had the worst mail guy in the world for a while. This is the new thing, though. I told you what happened with that, me trying to get that package delivered, right? By FedEx. Now it's like the mail does shit like that. I watched the mail. I was waiting for a fucking very important package one day. I can't remember what was in it. And I watched the mail guy fucking drive by, right, knowing that he had my fucking package. And I'm like, okay, he's probably going to stop on his way back, right? Or he forgot or something. Sure, no. No, he did not. And he never rang the doorbell. He never did any – he didn't even pull in the fucking driveway. And that made me mad, Rufus, and I had to call and complain. (laughs) I don't really call and complain, but I called and complained about this fucking guy. Then I was scared. Then fear (laughs) said it, and I'm like, oh, no. What that guy knows where you live. It's you, but then I thought, does he, though? Because there's plenty of people that he's probably doing the same thing to. But then I'm like, can the post office tell him it was me? 
I didn't want him to go postal on me. That's what I was afraid of. Mm. See, then we, like, sometimes have a really nice lady who brings the mail. Well, hopefully they didn't think it was her and chastised her. No, I I think I described him pretty well. I said, that filthy fucking son of a bitch. And they said, oh, yeah. Oh, that guy. Oh, Ron. Yeah, Ron's a, he's a filthy animal, that fucking guy. Lazy, too. Well, he does work for the post office. Yeah. You know what? And I, I used to think that's a gravy gig. It's not really a gravy gig anymore. It's, it's kind of dangerous nowadays. Well, you got to drive. You have to have your, your car retrofitted so that your steering wheel's on the other side. Or, or you have don't. to do crazy yeah. fucking leaning things. I don't want to. I used to practice that around my neighborhood, just so you know, when I was like 16. You practiced. Yeah, like driving the, from the other side like a male person. It's not easy, dude, but I could see how you could probably get the, the hang of it after a while. Well, what happens to mail trucks? I mean, I oh, remember. Oh, they have them. No, oh, they have mail trucks where I live. We get mail trucks. So, first of all, your probably whole day is thrown off by getting in a car. I wonder if you could just buy a car from England, and that's what you drive all the time, so you're not, like, thrown off as soon as you get to work and feel like, oh, where's the steering wheel? Because you get from your regular car into a car with a steering wheel on the opposite side. Uh, I don't Why know. Do they go crazy. The mail person we had in Arkansas, not here. Like I haven't seen a mail truck in forever. Like the the mail we get here is just a guy in his car. Really. And in Arkansas, it was a, a lady in her Jeep, and she had a Jeep that had the. It was reversed. I mean, she was on the right side. Got to be a market for it. I'm sure. First of all, I can't. I can't believe they could let a person do it in the old-style car, but I do see them doing it. Because oh, yeah. think about how many logs you're breaking. You can't wear a seatbelt, right? You couldn't wear a seatbelt and drive the car from the other side. Because you got to kind of get over in the middle, basically, to drive. It needs some serious government regulation and oversight. <laughs> But it's the one thing they don't fucking regulate. I'd love to know how many people delivering mail are fucking killed each year because <laughs> they're driving on the wrong side of the fucking car. I'm sure there's... to know that, too. I'm sure someone knows. But the United States Post Office is kind of like the Federal Reserve. It's not actually part of the government. It's a completely it's... private entity that's contracted with the government. Then how do they always talk about taking it private, then? If it's always already technically private. Because it's a sham. Well, I know. It's like a Ponzi scheme if you work for the fucking post office, though, because their problem is the reason they don't make any money is because they're paying for people that aren't even employed there yet to be retired. Yes. So how can you say that's not part of the government? Only the government would do something so fucking stupid. Well, they have to do it because they have the the government contract. So the government's like... Oh, yeah, the government in, makes them do it. In order to get this contract, you have to do very stupid things. Then we're going to complain that you're losing fucking money. So we are yeah. subsidizing you to do these stupid things that we insist you fucking do. So the cost of a stamp is really like $47. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's why they take a loss. It's a loss leader for them. <laughs> so for, for people that haven't even been born yet to fucking retire for a job that's not going to be around in fucking 10 years. I am honestly surprised the post office, the USPS, exists. I mean, given 
email and UPS and FedEx. Why wouldn't Amazon just buy the fucking mail service and make it its own fucking deal? Let's just buy it and shut it down. Why, though? They could forget paying UPS or whoever. I mean, they don't have to pay those fucking retirement shit in advance. Oh, that's true. So they probably would save money. I mean, eventually, right now, I'll tell you that Amazon will buy UPS. I fucking guarantee it. When is the last time you saw some... I mean, once a fucking year, I get something from UPS that's not from Amazon. Yeah, that's true. You know, I mean, I'm being dead serious. But I guess it it's also true that I order everything from Amazon. So right. My well, you think role. you're a lot different from the average consumer? No way. I mean, I order everything from Amazon. You're a rare person. My my wife has a lady that she works with, I guess I'd call her a friend, who insists on going to the store all the time and doing all her shopping, right? She orders nothing online. And she's like the maddest, most unhappy person in the fucking whole world. And I'm like, <laughs> Well, of course she is. She's mingling with other people that are super mad that they're waiting in fucking line and trying on shit or waiting for fucking dressing rooms. Yeah, of course she's angry all the time. She's just around a bunch of fucking angry people. We buy everything online, even things that we we get from Walmart and Sam's Club, which is like our version of Costco here, because we use Ebates. So we, we order it online at Walmart. We get... 4% 4% back from Ebates, and they pick it and put it in a box, and we go get it. I mean, why, why the fuck would you? And plus, we get money back in our credit card. It's, like, dumb to just go and walk around and pick shit out. Well, and you know what? And waste money because you're right. fucking falling for all the little fucking tiny uh, sleight-of-hand in-cap shit at the fucking store. You know what I mean? You're impulse buying. They're suckers, people that shop. Us shut-ins are the fucking smart people. This is true. I'm proud to be a shut-in. I, 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 I would like to be more shutter-in. I don't want to leave, ever. The question is, are you shut-in or are you shut-out? Uh, a little bit of both. A little bit of both, and I prefer it that way. I want to be shut into my house and shut out of every fucking thing else. <laughs> and everybody's business. Just leave me alone. Their stuff, your business. That's right. Dude, this is so sad. Last night I was on my usual, like, walk, jog, but I'm just going to call it a walk because I've just been walking lately. And I walk up to the Friendly Mart, which is about a mile and a half from my house, and I buy a, uh, I buy a bubbly, right? I smoked a half a joint on the way there, in full disclosure. Love bubbly. So one I'm today, leaving, and fact. I've got my headphones on, and I'm listening to the D, by the way. I'm just throwing that in. It doesn't really have anything to do with the story, but I was listening to the D. Oh, hello, Bubbly. What That's from today. That? I don't know if I've seen that flavor. What flavor was that? It's uh, strawberry. I haven't seen strawberry. I've only had the grapefruit and the lime. Nice. Yeah, I've only had strawberry and lime. They should sponsor us because we both love them. They should. I didn't mean to interrupt. So this guy pulls up, right, and I'm walking out of the place. I bought some chapstick and a Bubbly, and I'm walking out. And some lottery tickets. I mean, if we're going to go all truth here, I might as well go all truth. Not the scratch-off kind, just the fucking other kind. Me too. Never Me played too the scratch-off. So um, I'm walking, and this guy's, like, yelling at me, hey, buddy, hey, buddy. So I take my earphone off. I'm like, uh, he's like, hey, I can't walk. Can you help me put some gas in my car? Right? Okay. And I'm like, 
And I'm like, yeah, see, and I'm a little scared. I'm like, ew, what is, you know, what is good? This guy can't walk. And I'm like, so I yell over to him. I'm like, you're not going to rob me, are you? <laughs> but yeah, like if a guy's going to rob me, he's like, oh, no, never mind, buddy. I was going to rob you. <laughs> oh, so the deal's off. Okay. Right. So I get over to the car and the guy is like crippled. Right. And he, he has, he's so, I don't even know how he's driving this car. Rufus, I mean, he looks like he can't move his leg, but I can really see his bottom half. I can only see the half, top half of his body, and his arms are like really short, like super duper short, like, like uh, T Rex short, right? And he hands his credit card out the window, and uh, and he's like, and I said, how much? And he said, twenty bucks. So I put it in, and we start gabbing about the price of gas. I mean, all the normal things that come out. He's like, so that's what she said what are you doing tonight? And I was like, and I was like, oh, you know, I'm just out here on my walk. And I was like, oh no. I mean, should I <laughs> and I found myself saying it another time. And then I was apologizing for being able to walk. I was like, yeah, well, I'm only out here walking because I like to eat so much candy. Cause he was saying that his wife was, or his mom was at home making uh, Buckeyes and cookies. And I'm like, oh yeah, that's why I'm out for my walk because I don't want to be fat. And I'm just like, yeah. And then the seat, and then we're talking, and he's all, get them all filled up. And yeah. and I, I said, okay, you're all good. And he's like, yeah, now I'm going to go make some money. Oh, no. And I was like, what? <laughs> See, and I didn't even ask. I just walked away. Because then I was like, uh-oh, this is where I get robbed. You know what I mean? I'm like, this is the part of the story where it gets weird. So I just walked off. So I'll never know how he was going to go make money. I don't know if he was going to the casino. Oh, he obviously wasn't going to his job at 10 o'clock at night. And, you know, I it, I was like, huh, I wonder what this guy is going to do. You seem like a perfectly nice guy, though. How's the guy who can't walk in his gimpy arms making money? What? That's what I'm saying. I'm like, let I've it got to know. What, and what, then I walked think? away, and I'm like, God, I almost got to know. I almost have to know was he going to the casino or I don't know what he was what he was saying, but I kind of did the the answer. Yeah, me too. So I guess he thought maybe I was going to make some money as well, and probably was wondering how I was going to do it wearing uh, sweatpants and a some headphones. That's such a vague thing to say. Yeah, and I was like, "Ooh, is he asking me?" I was like, is, "Does he?" I, I don't get it. I think he was throwing a line out. You want to make some money too? Right. I, I think he was I, too. I know some people. They have legs and arms. And that's when I was like, uh oh, this is the part where I get hit on the head. Some guy comes out of the back seat and fucking nails me. Well, the guy couldn't walk, has gimped up arms, but he's gonna go make some money. Right. Right. Like, was he asking for me to blow him and I pay him? Is that what he was getting at? Like I'm not really sure what was gonna happen there. So I just kinda limped off like, ew, that was strange. Then I got scared because I'm walking and I can't see his car. And you got granted, dude, there's nobody out there, right? It's like me and this guy and the guy in the fucking convenience store who has no idea what the fuck is going on, right? He doesn't even know I'm out there putting gas in this fucking guy's car. I'm almost kind of looking at, at Jesse like, hey, dude, I'm out here in case something fucking weird happens. And he's just watching uh, professional wrestling on his phone. So I'm walking away and I'm like, dude, what if this guy, then I'm like, this guy, how is he even driving? And Grant, don't forget I'm fucking stoned too. I just smoked half a joint and I'm like, how is this guy even driving? And I'm like, he could fucking run me over. Right? <laughs> I'm walking on the street. This guy could fucking lose control of this car and run me over. So I like start walking like faster. 
lose then control. I'm like, man, what if this guy sees me over here and he thinks I'm trying to get away from him? Oh, man, there was a lot of fucking thoughts going on in there. But uh, I feel like I did my good deed because last thing I said was, Merry Christmas to you, buddy. And what'd he say? Merry Christmas. Jesus, dude, I can't even walk. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> How can I have a Merry Christmas? I haven't had a Merry Christmas since March. Twice rubbing it in my face that I can't fucking walk, and now you say Merry Christmas? That's why I was afraid he was going to run me over. Did you get a high five from him? Low five. A very low five. And I was handing his credit card back to him, and I'm like waving it out the window, or like towards the window, like, yeah, reach out and grab it. Then I'm like, oh, right, the guy doesn't even really have... I just really wish I knew how he was driving that car. Honestly, I don't know how how it was possible. And like I said, perfectly nice guy. I have nothing against handicapped people. It just it was it was a strange encounter. Well, maybe by making money, maybe so, he's like an, an Uber or a Lyft driver, and that's what he made. He's like, I got some gas. I'm gonna my go. My God! Oh my God! Imagine getting in the car with. There's no way Uber's terms of service would fucking accept this. As could be for you. I guess a driverless car. I mean, they are you they saying a driverless that? car is better than a, a handicapped driver? Signing? I'm not saying that. I just, I mean, I, I would have to see a comparison. I don't know. I would say this is what I would say to that, Rufus. This is what I will speak to that by saying. <coughs> excuse me. If someone got in this car and saw the guy behind the driver's seat, he has handicap, it would make someone very uncomfortable. What if you? Okay, what if you what if you got in an Uber car or a Lyft car, and as soon as you got in the back seat, the the gimpy guy turned around and said, "All right, time to make some money," and then just sped off. Right, and then he would harvest my organs, and then he would realize that they're not any good, and probably fucking throw them in the garbage somewhere and be like, "Yeah, what a fucking waste of time that was." Have you ever done an Uber or Lyft? No, I have not. I do not have the fucking cojones for that. It just you're giving someone you have no idea and has no never been vetted by anyone complete fucking control over your fucking life. Either they could drive you away and fucking kill you. They could fucking, uh, who knows? They could cra- be like, I'm having a horrible day and crash a thousand miles an hour into a tree. And you can say the same thing about a taxi driver, but at least a taxi driver has like a license and like it works for someone they know that they're out there. You know what I mean? I think, uh, I, I don't even think, it's a matter of cojones. I, mean, I think it's common sense. Don't, don't fucking do it. Don't get an <laughs> Uber or a Lyft. Like, I would, I would a never lot do of it. People do it. Yeah, they do in big cities, my and I'll be like, no. My mom's friend is an Uber driver where I live, right? Tiny, not a small town, hundred thousand people around here. But I'm like, she could get her fucking throat cut. She's like a fucking seventy-five-year-old woman. Damn. And she's out driving people around in her Uber car. I'm like, man, that is fucking brave. And even as a, if I were an Uber driver, I mean, taxis have, at least a lot of taxis, they have that cage, right? Right, because then something has happened along the way that says, you know what you need behind your head if you're a, a fucking, fucking cage? Something to keep someone from fucking choking you out. Well, you know what? Where I live in Indiana, when I didn't live here, there was a guy going around. He killed like five fucking cab drivers in my city. Holy fuck. Yeah, this is a small city, dude. It was like a serial killing thing that went on for like three or four years. So they wow. Yeah. Oh, uh, no, I do not and will not. Ever take 
Now, wait a minute. Wait the proper amount of time, and we'll go into the other part of the show, and you can answer if, if you would ever be an Uber driver. Four, I can answer that now. Two. One. Would you? No. I mean, not, the answer is no. You not, had complete power over someone to take them in your car and do with them what you will and leave them uh, in a ditch somewhere? No, no. How often do you think it happens that someone just goes to, like, say you live in Manhattan where everybody fucking takes Uber or whatever, and you just drive up in front of, like, a theater where you know a ton of fucking people are ordering an Uber, and you're just like, get in. I mean, you know that that happens. Some weird dude would just mm-hmm. pick up and go, I'm your Uber driver, and people are like, yeah, get in, and fucking are never yep. heard from again. Especially, like, uh, in red light districts where people are drunk and just like, yeah, you're my Uber guy, okay. Yeah, they get exactly. in, and it's a rape city. Well, I mean, like, once a week you see that some fucking Uber guy shot someone or fucking assaulted someone, you know. But, I mean, in in their defense, it's like twice a week you see that the Uber driver was assaulted or fucking punched in the face or uh, lambasted by some drunken idiot. In the back seat, usually a chick for some reason decides the, to go almighty on some poor Uber driver. It's the uh, the wild west in the transport industry. It, it really it is. I mean, I can't believe that it, that could be legal. Honestly. Yeah, me either. Me either. <laughs> you know, I mean, how did they? Who did they pay off to make that legal? I wonder. I mean, I could see like if you were a guy with a car and you just kind of drove around and said, "Hey, you need a lift?" Like that's okay. But the fact that it's like an an app and like this organized thing with complete strangers all over the fucking world. Yeah. And you don't need a license. Yeah. Get totally unregulated. That, that seems kind of janky to me. I mean, I guess directly all Uber really is, is like, if you got a sign, like a Mr. Gaddy sign for the top of your car, you could like circumvent Uber. You're just kind of a cab, right? With your own personal number written on your car and people could call you or fucking email you or text you and get a ride. Cause what is Uber really doing? They're just kind of a go between, between people looking for rides and a guy giving a ride. Yeah. They have the app. Right. That's what I mean though. You could just drive around probably and pick up as many fares. If you had a thing on top of your car that said, you know, for hire or whatever, get a couple of magnets, need a lift. Right. There you go. You cut Uber right out of the fucking deal. And any possibility of them taking any taxes from you. And you can have relevant bullet points on that magnet, like you will not get raped. Right. Rape free since like 97. <laughs> yeah, of course, have that date with like a, a flippable number so you can change it. Right. Well, yeah, accident free for eight hours. <laughs> How many cell phones you returned, honestly, should be, uh, that should be a review. We should have found out what that guy's name was that night and left him a fucking review and be like, well, yeah, yeah. a little salty, a hundred bucks, but uh, he did return the, he did return it. His Yelp. Yeah, that guy. What was his name? Sanjay. <laughs> he didn't even have a name, did he? No. He had a number. Me. It was, I think his cab number was like 0357119643. That was it. Exactly. Yeah, I remember that. That's my photographic memory kicking in. I have a photographic memory ever since I was pushed into the woods by my older brother as a small child. I've never had anything since then. Okay. That's disturbing. It is disturbing, trust me. What do you think about those people like Mary Lou Henner that remember everything of every fucking day of their life? 
I mean, now I have a good memory for a pot smoker. I remember a lot of stuff. But I can't imagine remembering every fucking thing of every day. Like what you wore, what you ate. Yeah. It, it seems like there's just not enough room for that in your brain. And I obviously there I mean. is. But, like, I, I think I am not obsessed, but, like, I'm constant. My brain's constantly fucking thinking about memories and past memories. And I should have done this, should have done that. Oh, I remember that. I can't I remember. I regret it. Rufus. Well, then nothing but. But, uh. <laughs> the American way. I can't imagine if, like, every little minute detail of my life between birth and now was just bouncing around in there. Like you're saying it. my you, fucking mind. Yeah. How do you even, how can you think about anything? I think that would give you anxiety. But, I mean, do they, can you really prove they're telling the truth? No. Okay, say she says, I remember this day and this is what I ate or whatever. Who else is going to fucking remember that? And if she does throw that shit out there, maybe it's something that she studied, right, or wrote down, and she just has remembered it. Like, say, well, we can prove it because she was on TV. Well, who's to say that she just didn't see that TV clip and be like, that's what I was wearing, and that was the date? Right. I mean, yeah, I'm sure I'm all wrong about that, and well, of but course. I find it hard to believe. It's a publicity stunt. I mean, if she hasn't I done anything. Do it, nobody can do it. Let's be honest. No. No, so nobody, as far as I'm concerned, can do anything because I'm <laughs> right. Not not anything that I can't do. That's for sure. <laughs> yes. You know what I would like to do? I was watching the Carbonaro effect here. I would love to just learn a couple of fucking random magic tricks. I think we've talked about this before. You knew a couple magic tricks, did you not? Learn some card tricks, dude. You can learn some pretty good. Just get a deck of cards and and look on YouTube. You can learn some pretty good ones that that'll blow some people's minds. That are super fucking simple. And I used to know one when I was a kid, like how to pick out the card out of the deck that whoever had put back in the deck. But now I think it'd be a little rudimentary for as savvy as people are, thanks to aliens leaving technology for us on this planet. People aren't that savvy. People like you and me are savvy, but we're rare. We're the one percenters of savviness. You're right, actually. You are so fucking right. Absolutely You know what I was thinking about yesterday? I've met very few people. And there's one other guy that I met that is as clever as you, not as handsome or as talented musically, but he would he's kind of like the sloth. He's got a good sense of humor, right? And he, he just kind of fucking gets it. He kind of gets it fucking most people are fucking stupid, and you got to fucking <laughs> hold their hand. He's a real estate broker, by the way, so he gets to see, like, all kinds of fucking stupid decisions. Oh, man, sounds like he's cut from the same cloth. He really is. He's like the only – I haven't told him the other day we were talking about, like, you know what? You're one of the few people I actually enjoy fucking talking to. Most people, I don't enjoy it. I don't enjoy it one bit. Well, Goddamn, get him on the show. Would he be on you the show? You know what? I should, actually. He's a pretty funny guy. He really is. He's That'd pretty be cool. Funny. You get a new little – element in here to see what happens i'm game i I would ask him to guest on the show he would think we were he probably would think we were pretty funny actually he's got a good sense of humor well of course he would if he's like me and you so three out of how many billion people on the fucking well he's not well i'm not putting it up here with us i'm just saying that uh he's not as stupid as most people he's not as smart or as savvy as me and you but he's one rung above i would say so you're like 500 rungs above Okay, well, if he can get our jokes and appreciate them. And he see, he could do that. And we can also make fun of him. <laughs> right. Right. That's he's a goal. Good sport. He's a great fucking punching bag, this guy. Don't, don't, don't. 
as any good friend should be. Right. As anybody that's <laughs> involved with the slot, that anything has to realize that you are going to be the butt of every joke. So you, so obviously you have your shopping done. You were talking about a, like a guy who's fucking all shopped up and ready to fucking rock and roll. Yeah, well, I mean, I didn't do the shopping. The wife did, but yeah, it's all, it's all shopped up. Is it all tucked under the tree, all wrapped up? No, we got a dog who'll chew that shit up. So oh. it's actually right in here, right over there. Oh, I see it. I see it. Nice. So uh, when the dogs, we put the dogs in a cage, a very tiny, small cage at night right. when we go to bed. So after that, we'll sneak that shit under the tree. Because we got to do our Christmas tomorrow because oh, we're really? hitting the road. Yeah, we're hitting the road, driving all day Sunday. And then we do Christmas Eve with the uh, extended family and then Christmas Day with my parents. So do you think that uh, your son – so you put all the presents out at night, and he's like, oh, my God, Santa came? No. I mean, no, because – Santa. Uh, <laughs> 100% no, but we like to pretend like he does. Right, no, and I'm with that, too. But I, I'm just like, I wonder when my daughter, who's only 10, right? And I, I'll tell you what, I stopped believing in Santa at, like, fucking 7. I yeah, don't know why. Because we, I kind of ruined it for myself, though, Rufus. What we did was me and my older brother stayed up, right, to catch Santa. And we were so savvy, or at least I was so savvy at the time, that I caught my folks. And I'm like, oh. Santa's a sham. Same day I stopped believing in Jesus Christ, to be honest with you. I'm like, I'm done. Nothing is true. <laughs> Nothing is true except ancient aliens. Well, that's like... <laughs> Which both influenced uh, Christianity and Santa religion, I guess. <laughs> Dude, I saw this thing where Adam ruined Christmas. Uh-oh. I, I made my daughter watch it with me, actually. What? I just thought it was time. I'm like, you're 10. It's time we get to the bottom of it. No, no, Santa's not real. Even Christianity doesn't even believe in Christmas when you get down to it. No, I didn't make her watch it with me, but I, I taped it just in case she ever wanted to watch it. That guy, Adam, is one of those guys that I look at him and I'm like, I just want to punch you in the face and hate you instantly. But then I watch a show and I'm like, okay, you're you're not that bad. This is <laughs> right, well, he's funny. like the guy from Ancient Aliens with the hair. You're like, yes. look, it's the fucking look. Why do you don't yeah. have to have a look? You know, I mean, your look can come naturally. You don't have to artificially do a look. Yeah. You know what I mean? So the look, you're like, I, you know, and I'll, I'll be honest with you about that and see what I said. I'll be honest with you, but I really am going to be honest with you. <laughs> I believe you this time. I skipped over watching that show numerous times because, because of the, of the look. And yeah. I'm like, yeah, I can't give the show a chance because I don't like the guy's look. And he does – I follow him on uh, Twitter. Not that I spend a lot of time on Twitter, but he'll post pictures of him, like, unrelated to the show doing something, and it's – Right. It's, it's that haircut. It's just his deal. And you're and like, why? Like, uh, it seems so normal when you, like, explain things. But then you have to ask yourself, what part – is he just a character on that show and doesn't even write any of the fucking – you know what I mean? He probably didn't even come up with the idea or whatever. He might just be no. an actor who ruins everything just by explaining, even though he does mansplain things very well. This is true. You're kind of a mansplainer. I'm not sure what it is, but uh, if there was one, it would be you. 
Well, let me mansplain it to you. <laughs> Please uh, do. No, I've, I've never heard that term, so I can't, but I'll Google oh, you it really tomorrow. Haven't? A now, manspl- I have heard mansplain. Supposedly, it's like when a guy uh, like explains something to a lady that's totally obvious. Like if I'd be like, you're a lady, and I'm like, Rufus, you talk into this right here, and it goes through the computer. That's, I guess, mansplaining. Okay, well, then I, I am an expert at that. Because I'm married. <laughs> you probably are. But, see, out of necessity is a whole other thing. And that's what I tell my daughter because she was talking about mansplaining. She saw something <laughs> on YouTube. And uh, I'm like, unfortunately, even a teacher is a mansplainer. You know what I mean? I'm like, un- you, sometimes people just don't know, and you have to fucking explain it. Even though it's so stupid and mundane, people are just fucking ignorant, and they don't know. Yep. So if that's mansplaining, I guess I'm guilty of telling stupid people things. Yes. <laughs> Only to benefit their own lives, though. This is true. And when when stupid people's lives are benefited, it also benefits our lives. That's right. It's enriching for all. See what we've done there? Teach a man to think how to put gas in his car, and you've taught him how to put gas in his car for life. If he has legs and hands. <laughs> I knew that, that was coming. Properly. I was going to say it, but I didn't have this cojones. <laughs> for being so politically incorrect that you will be serving time in hell. Oh, wow. That's all right. Uh, we already know that there is no hell. That's just a metaphor for where aliens go when they leave Earth, and then we end up there eventually. That's I think they I kind of explained thought. heaven, or they tried to explain heaven on ancient aliens, and I'm like, yeah, I don't think so. I don't <laughs> You know, at some point, you've got to say, there are some things that can't be explained by ancient aliens. As hard as it is to believe, there are a few. You think? I don't know. According to that show, pretty much everything can be explained by ancient aliens. I mean, it is disturbing to think we were just seeds planted here by some other fucking... But why not? Why not? I mean, if in some other fucking reality, or even in our own galaxy, surely someone has invented time travel, so... There is no time. As soon as you have time travel, time's out the window, right? Dude, the fucking universe is so goddamn fucking huge and old. Old. That's the key. It's old. I mean, there could be some Ten shit billion, there. Yeah. Ten billion years? How old is the universe? I mean, how do they even fucking know? Let's be realistic. Well, they don't know for sure. They assume, I think, 14 billion years. But, I mean, based on what? A year could be nothing. A year is a calculation in a fucking human's mind or an alien that planted us here in mind. You know what I mean? Now, I will tell you that the number 12, do you remember them talking about the number 12 on ancient aliens? No. That kind of got a little disturbing. I'm not going to lie about that. I'm like, hmm, why so many 12s is right? Hmm. Because there's like 12 months of the year. 12, I mean, it's like all these fucking 12s. It almost made me sick to my 12. I was like, damn, that's a lot of 12s. A lot of things divisible by 12. Pi, the whole idea of pi kind of blew my mind a little bit. I, I don't like why. I just remember at the time I was like, whoa, that's a fucking weird one. I, I only have 12 teeth. See? It's all coming together. And you have 12 toes. I do, but <laughs> yeah. two of those are fused. <laughs> oh, okay. So technically you have 12 and a half toes. Right. Remember those people that are born with like webbed feet? You remember that movie about or that show about the guy who could live underwater, the man from Atlantis? 
Uh, no. You don't remember that show? It was like late 70s, but he lived underwater, right? And I used to think it was the coolest thing because they would show him at the beginning of the show and he'd be sitting on his couch reading the newspaper underwater and watching TV. Are you sure this isn't SpongeBob SquarePants Dude, you're talking look, about? You know what? I'm Googling it right now, the Man from Atlantis TV show intro. I want you to see it. you got to Google it. I'm, I'm YouTubing it right now. The Man from Atlantis intro? Yeah, I would do intro. It actually suggested it for me, so that's a good sign. There he is. Patrick Duffy? He was Yeah, that. that's right. I forgot it was Patrick Duffy. Oh, I used to love that he was, show. He was on Dallas with uh, Victoria Principal, who was well, goddamn was so hot, hot as fuck. I don't doubt she's like, you know who else was hot on that show? Charlene. Remember Charlene? I remember that. I always thought, whoever that actress is that played Sue Wellen, I was like, ooh, she's dirty. Yeah, I know. She was dirty, too. Now she you was. She's not soap operas, because every soap opera is like a Dallas. Tell me they show him sitting at the bottom of his fucking room reading the news. Yeah, I had to wait for an ad. Oh, here we go. Oh, my God. This is... Oh, that swimming is amazing. He's like a dolphin, dude. Don't you get it? He swims like a dolphin. I get it. Well, I didn't see that they showed him sitting at the bottom of his pool reading the newspaper, but I'm telling you that that happened in an episode at least. Holy shit. This is epic. I can't believe you don't remember. What year does it say? I didn't look. I already closed it. Does it say what year the man from Atlantis was on? 1977. Yeah, see, that was what? I was seven years old, eight years old. Yeah, I was three. You were still oh, he had webbed hands. fingers. Oh, yeah, he gets webbed. That's what made me think of it. His hands and feet get webbed after he's underwater for a while. Ooh, Belinda J. Montgomery is kind of cute. They all had big... Dude, have you watched an episode of fucking The Love Boat lately? Alan Fudge. Lately... Is it new? Does it have new No, episodes? but you can see, like, sometimes, like, the crappy channels will have the love boat on. And I'm like, man, oh, man, to be alive in the 70s, it's, like, so much nipples. And, like, chicks oh with cracks, not wearing bras. And I'm like, God, you can see right through these chicks' fucking shirts and see their fucking nipples on the love boat. Dude, the love boat, Fantasy Island, uh, Three's Company. Oh, yeah. All those shows were just hot as hell even for a kid i was just like i don't understand it it was a great time to learn to masturbate let me tell you that it was it was was like you're looking at the jc penny catalog and you can swear you could see some bush or some fucking nipple in a bra and you're like fucking whores man the jc penny catalog jesus christ did you ever used to like go through the catalog and circle all the stuff that you wanted for christmas i did like too. long, like long before Christmas. Oh yeah, like the like, whole year. Yeah, so much stuff circled that it would have been like five or six thousand dollars worth of fucking garbage. I'm Did sure my par- parents feel like shit because they're like, we can't afford all this. this. My parents got me a stick. They're like, you'll, you're a smart kid. You're savvy. You'll make do with a stick. They just got me more catalogs because they thought I like drawing in catalogs. <laughs> he just spent. Here, Rufus, you know what you should do? Start planning for next year. 
Yeah, exactly. Hey, surprise, Rufus, we're going to get you everything you want next year. So here, start (laughs) circling now. They owe me, but they've been saying that for 44 years. So I can't (laughs) wait till this Christmas. (laughs) There was 44 years worth of fucking shit on your parents' doorstep (laughs) from Amazon waiting for you. They're going to back up a dump truck full of presents for me. There's no way it would fit in a dump truck. It would have to be like five semis full of fucking shit, probably. <laughs> can't wait. We got to the point where we would even circle shit that we didn't even want. They're like, oh, there's nothing on this page we want. Better circle something. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Better say that's I'm sorry. Like that's the only stuff I ever got. I might want it next year. <laughs> right. And they might discontinue it like they do everything good. <laughs> like a favorite pair of shoes. Yeah. You ever like had a great pair of shoes and you're like, oh yeah, I'll you know when you wear one out you're like I guess I'll just go back and get the same fucking pair they were so good, and the people are like sorry we don't even make those fucking shoes anymore. No, no. but my wife would hate me for many years because I would buy the same. I I would only have one pair of shoes. One. I only need one pair of shoes, and I'd buy the same pair of shoes every time I needed shoes. And she would drag me to Kohl's or wherever, and be like, yeah, hey, check out all the shoes, and I was like, oh here's the shoes I want, and I would. That'd be it. And she was like, God damn it, you need some new fucking shoes. Some different <laughs> shoes. <laughs> She's like, You're so tired. It's a look. Doesn't she get it? You're fucking it's a brand. It's the Rufus brand, for Christ's sake. She, she forced me it. in. She forced me into it. I got I'm wearing brand new shoes right now. Uh, you're Doc probably Martin. uncomfortable. I know your game is off tonight. I didn't want to say anything, but you don't look like you're enjoying yourself. It's my first first. <laughs> You're going to have to hide your your old shoes with your whiskey bottle in the garage so you can just go out and put your old shoes on and walk around for a while. Doc Martens. She got me Doc Martens like I'm 18 years old and in a band. Yeah. What are you, who are you going to stomp on next week? I don't know. i got to shave my head. My hair's getting what too What ram long. rally are you going to go to? I'm going to curb stomp somebody. You know what happened was – what made me think of that too was uh, – Crocs, right? Crocs is now not making any of their own shoes. But someone sent me, my brother, because I wear nothing but Crocs, basically, right? They're super comfortable. They take a while, you know, they take a pretty good beating. And uh, they just are fucking comfortable shoes for me for some reason. So my brother sends me a, a well-intentioned uh, text that, that Crocs is no longer going to be making shoes, right? What? That's what the That's what the text headline said. So I immediately get online, dude, and order $375 worth of fucking Crocs, right? Like a five-year supply of fucking Crocs. Because I'm so sick of every time I like something, they discontinue it. Then my wife shows me this uh, story like three days later that Crocs is just no longer going to operate their own factories. They're going to have their shoes outsourced. So chances are the fucking probably a Crocs quality goes up because Crocs are always a half size small. That's what I've noticed. It's the only problem. Really? Yes. Well, I was going to say first, I was going to say, like, if they're not going to make shoes, then what the fuck are they going to make? Because I thought that's what they made. Yeah. That is what they – they even have their own uh, rubber called Crocs Light. That's what they make those Crocs. See, I don't get the traditional Crocs. They have Crocs that are shoes. Here, let me show you a pair right here. See, these – look how beat up this pair is. This is like the Crocs that I wear. They're just like shoes. But look, oh, wow. these are the ones oh, I only wear around the house. Oh, 
can you see that? They're they're so broken in that, that my foot is ripping through the fucking toe. That's that's the, that's when you know your shoe is good. Yeah, and I'm like, Man, I mean, really, for real. I if I don't, I almost always wear these shoes for the show for the last like two years. Ooh, veteran correct. Yeah, they're nice and stinky and broken in with some good humor. So uh, they'll probably be thrown out soon because I had a favorite pair of dress Crocs that I found in the garage. Mm. Yeah, but my wife had put them in the garage to go to, like, Never Never Land. And uh, she's not talking back now because her jaw's wired shut, but I think you get the thing. The Crocs were ruined. They were ruined, Rufus. Is her jaw still wired shut? Wait, did, yeah, yeah that, you said she... That was, that was only 18 months ago. So it's like every time it gets better, I have to break I'm like, how long would a pair of Crocs last? Well, wait, you're confused. Her jaw has to be you, broken for that exact same amount of time. Your wife went through some dental trauma, if oh, I'm not that's mistaken. Right. She did. Yes, she did. Okay, so when you said jaw wired shut, I thought that was legit. No, no, her her jaw is not actually wired shut. Okay. But she does. Uh, she uh, she's still going through a little dental trauma. Honestly, damn, she's not completely over it. And this is like an eighteen month ordeal when they take your tooth out, then they're going to put a post in, so they can <laughs> put a tooth back in, right? And I told you that she had cadaver bone like shoved in her jawline. Yeah, yeah. Now she told me she has like a bone spur coming out of where her tooth was. And I said, maybe it's a tooth growing back. Oh, my God. She's going to get possessed. It's like a horror movie. After after the day she had that Sunday, I'm like, do you feel any different? Because I'm like, it's so weird. Your blowjobs sure are a lot better. I think think you've been taken over by someone else. (laughs) I was like, oh, my God, it's. Marie, the dead hooker from Four Streets blowjob that my wife is giving now. <laughs> That's a win-win. It's, well, it is. Except for Marie, of course. Well, well maybe if she gets to like live in my wife's body. Maybe it wouldn't be so bad. She well, gets- I gotta call it a night, Zigzag. Cause All right, Rufus. I'm about to piss like a racehorse. We need to start playing the. Uh, well, we're stepping up the game. 2019. We are stepping up the game. We're fucking real. This is a finish out. You know how like uh, season one, we're, we'll do something up good for uh, next week. What do you think? For the end of the year show and our like the grand finale of season one before we kick off season two? Yeah. All right. So you're not I mean, going to have to pee next week is what you're saying. So you're going to no. This is only our first season. That's what I mean. I mean, it's been a pretty good season, though. I'm happy with the way it's so. turned out. I feel like I mean, we've really cut our teeth, so to speak, in our first season. It I took mean, us five, five years to get into our groove. 310 episodes, and we found it. We This is the problem. We found it. We lost it. We found it. We lost it. We found it. We lost it. And now we found it again. Well, even Abraham Lincoln started many businesses before he became the best pre- president ever. So... Say this is our first season. How many four scores would that be from now? Four twelve. Scores. Is, is four scores is twelve? I have no idea what a score is. I don't know. It's like I think that's a decade, isn't it? God damn. Twelve years ago. So we're was it four score in twelve years? Is that what he says? Four. Well, yeah, yeah. That's what he. That's what he says, right? Four score in twelve. 
I don't know. Now I'm going to have to look it up. You, you can leave the show if you want, but I need to know these important things. All right. Let the people know. Come on. Score. Score. And, oh, it's seven years. A score is score, seven score years. Seven years ago. Why would there be a, a name for an odd number of years? That seems strange. Wait, okay, it turns out it was 87 years. Four score and 80. So a score is 20 years. I guess a score is like a double decade. Let's just call it that. This is getting very complicated. Hey, it's a complicated show, Rufus. No one ever said it was going to be. When you get into talking about ancient alien shit, you know that we fucking have found it. Thank you for sending a picture of the top of my bald head, by the way. I appreciate that. Did I send it? I was just using I, I saw the snapshot thing. I've been clicking it. Yeah, that was rude. I, I didn't know if it saved it or what it does. I just did another I one. It went to it? my bald head. I'm getting feedback now. All right, Rufus, I'm going to let you go. Uh, I will play us out with some tunage, if you don't mind. Folks, I know you don't mind because you got your listening ears on tonight, and you got to listen to 310, the Holly Jolly Hypersloth Happy Hour, with Zigzag. And your boy, Rufus. And we'll catch you on the flip side. We're going to play out with a little bit of fried eggs and ham. That's a a Rufus original right there. Let's get down and dirty. I like it, slap it on a plate with my teeth, I bite it, I suck it in my gut, metabolize it, do it like the Donner Party, cannibalize it, your fried eggs and ham, bitch, full of protein, trying to take my plate, ha, you see me get me, snap your neck, and leave you in a ditch, now I'm going back for seconds, cause I need my fix of fried eggs and ham, coming from the farmland, where they got the fat peas and the chickens on hand, take a chicken egg, hold it up to the light, if you see a little chicken, say no, it ain't right for breakfast. Omelette or a quiche, you be chomping chicken bones, chicken feathers and a beak. Your fried eggs and ham, bitch, better than the weed. Might not get you high, but your belly it will feed. If you're hungry, you need a hearty meal. Yo, fried eggs and ham, bitch, uh, is the real deal.
Microsoft Happy Hour with Zigzag and Rufus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.